again with my co-host and the flamiest flamer I know, uh, my co-host Tommy. Um, we definitely have a interesting show for you today, so without further ado, let's just jump into it. Alright, once again, we are at episode number two. Wow, this is... Uh, starting to become something i guess (laughs) uh anyways i am joined again like i said with my uh flamey flamer flamerson uh tommy (laughs) how you doing today um i'm okay i guess i do have a funny story for later all right there you have it that's it (laughs) we're done that's the podcast (laughs) that's all (laughs) go home (laughs) uh let's see what did I do today? Um, well, I spent a lot of time with dogs. I'm dog sitting, so that's fun. That's always fun. But I felt bad because my mom kind of substitute subbed for me last night. And uh, she was meant to go up there and let the dog out to go to the bathroom. But the dog wanted absolutely nothing to do with her. <laughs> Poor thing was hiding and did not want to come out. <laughs> so that poor dog held in its bathroom break all night long and i felt bad but you know maybe just the dog senses things about people because she runs to me i'm a dog person completely dogs dogs always run up to me and i always want to pet them but sometimes it's not a good idea especially if they're not your dog because you don't know if they're gonna bite you or not (laughs) is your mom a cat person Yes, absolutely. We have two hideously gross cats that do their own. I'm just kidding. One of them, one of them is cool. Uh, he's a uh, tabby, and his name is Ollie. Uh, he's he's cool with it. He's uh, throws himself on the floor when he wants attention. Um, but the other one is her name's Phoebe, and that's my sister's original cat. And yeah, we can't trust her because sometimes she'll be in a mood where she wants to be touched and then other moods where she will attack you if you touch her. So cats are fickle animals. I don't like them. So I'm such not a cat person that to me, all cats are cats, but dogs have breeds. <laughs> there's golden retrievers. There's black labs. There's chocolate labs. There's schnauzers. There's Australian cattle dogs, but yet there's only cats. Well, yeah, see, the thing is, is that, like I was telling uh, one of my friends the other day, it depends on the cat, because a dog breed, you can get a dog, and just based on the breed, that's how it's going to be. But if you get a cat, each individual cat comes with each individual personality. Some are assholes, and some are not. Well, dogs, more or less, are easier to be with. Cats kind of run their own itinerary. I don't know. My dog's an asshole. 
I love him to death. He has, okay, so this is the way I tell it to people. I'm like, my dog has two comfortable lifestyle, two gay, one gay couple, two gay men. That's his life. He wants nothing more. That is the ultimate gay, that's the ultimate dog lifestyle, right? I mean, just two gay men who can give him all the treats and the stupid organic food. And he's happy. He is happy as a dog. (laughs) Do you feed your dog organic food? No, I mean, okay, so my dog is such a princess, and I emphasize princess, that my dog is such a princess that he gets tired of his dog food. So you have to change it up a bit. We have to change it every bag. Oh my god. So we get those, like, we don't get those, like, 40-pound bags. We get those, like, you know, 10-pound bags or something. Mm -hmm. And we have to get a new 10-pound bag every time, because at around pound, like, eight, he stops eating, because he's bored of his food. Well. Can you imagine eating the same damn thing every single day for 10 pounds of whatever? And then I'd get tired too. Look, girl, little Miss Princess Louie has wet food too. And he gets new wet food every three days because that's how quick it or that's how fast we go through wet food. One can is three days. So not only does he get tired, he gets tired of both his wet food and his dry food. Oh, he I could go on for this for days. <laughs> Do you guys have such a princess? Do you guys have Chewy? No. Well, you guys should order from Chewy. You'll probably save a lot of money. Oh, that sounds like a good idea. We get coupons from a local uh, pet store, the pet shop, though. Oh, so you're you're giving you're doing your part and giving back to the small, the small businesses. Okay, when I said local, I meant the Ace Hardware that's like around the corner. You buy your (laughs) dog food at Ace Hardware. They have an entire pet section. Oh my god! No, like an entire pet section, and it's so much better. Ace Hardware. Yeah. The place that. The place that sells tools. Yep, they have an entire pet section. It's actually a good pet section. <laughs> the 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 one who who they also they their motto used to be the helpful. What was it? The helpful the, hardware store. The helpful hardware men, and then now they're. They're, they're, they changed it to be non-binary, like non-biased. I didn't know that. I think it was, I was, it was one of them. It was. No, that's it. That is their motto. I didn't know that they had changed it to be gender neutral. Yeah. They changed it. I don't know. I don't know when, but I, their old, uh, their old motto used to be say helpful hardware men. Yeah. Not store. Yeah. Anyway, I'm really excited. And when I say excited, I mean like really embarrassed by this story. <laughs> so, do you want the do you want the semi punchline or do you want the beginning? Uh all good stories start with a good beginning. So let's start with the beginning. Right. So I was going to a doctor's appointment today and I went to where the doctor's appointment should be. And I couldn't remember what floor they were on of a 60-story building. So I tried to look it up online. Oh, I tried to call them. They didn't answer. And then I tried to look it up online and it had a different address. So I figured these were the faculty addresses because it's a teaching hospital. Well, I'm like, you know what? I think it's the 18th floor. I'm just going to like look it up on the directory. I think it's the 18th floor. So I go in and I start to look it up and the security guard asks me, what are you looking for? I say, OSU, Oklahoma State University. And he's like, oh, floor 2122. And I then go to 2122 
and I end up at Oral Roberts University, which if you don't know about Oral Roberts University, especially if you're a Southern California listener, it is an extremely ultra-conservative Christian university. And I ended up on their floor of this building. So naturally, I freak out, go back in the elevator, press 18, and the doors close and go nowhere. Nowhere. So I try again, and eventually I decide, and it still doesn't work, so eventually I decide to take the stairs. As I get into the stair shaft, I realize as the door is closing that the door is locked. And... I then question whether or not I will be able to get out of this floor shaft. And needless to say, I go from the 22nd floor all the way down to the fifth floor because I was indeed locked in the floor, the stair shaft and had to call a security guard to get me out. So my day was getting stuck in a stair shaft and descending 17 floors. That sounds like the intro to that movie. Uh, devil was it devil where they're all trapped inside an elevator and it's like a horror movie anyways that's that's not my type that sounds terrible i mean i but literally what was so angering though is you know that original that original address that i looked up that i thought was their faculty addresses no that's their new addresses oh wow and it's five minutes away from my house wow so this was an hour and a half long ordeal and i was i should have gone five minutes away from my house Always look up addresses, people. Double check before you leave the house. Or just don't have trust that your doctor is going to tell them that they moved. Right. Or that. <laughs> that's, that's it. So when you're, uh, when you're in an uncomfortable com- like situation, what, what like, helps you ease your mind so you don't like, panic and absolutely go ape shit? What? Me? Never. <laughs> no, I listen to music a lot. There's this one particular uh, Broadway track that I like to listen to called Next to Normal. Mm. Um, it's it's older, but I mean, older as in 2008 well, yeah, <laughs> or 2000, something like that. And I, I love to listen to that on like full blast on my headphones. What about you? You know, what's funny is that <laughs> uh, I work in an office as well. Well, not as well as you, because you obviously are working from home right now. I'm sorry. <laughs> But I'm working in an office right now, and uh, the most played, play like the most played. Um, damn it, the most played playlist in our office right now is um, surprisingly enough Hamilton. <laughs> so I don't know if you guys are are familiar with with Hamilton. Uh, it's uh, a play. It was written by Lin Manuel Miranda. And uh, he also um, directed, or not directed, he wrote the music for Moana. And he's going to have a new movie coming out on HBO Max. Uh, that's that's pretty exciting. But um, my coworkers started, <laughs> at first, I didn't like Hamilton at all. And I tried, I, I tried so hard to watch this musical. I'm telling you, it's so hard. I tried four times to watch this musical, and all four times I fell asleep. So, needless to say, I prefer the soundtrack over watching the play. Have you ever seen it? Have you ever listened to the, the soundtrack? 
Um, I've listened to parts of it. I am not really a Lin-Manuel Miranda fan. I mean, I know I sound like a terrible, awful Broadway gay for saying that (laughs) because I feel like all of all the Broadway gays and all of Broadway should just agree to Lin-Manuel Miranda. But I'm I'm not a big fan. Mm, That's uh, definitely going to drop our our listeners. (laughs) I just... I can't help it. You know, like, I actually really tried to like... So that movie that you talked about on HBO Max is called In the Heights. And it's Lin-Manuel Miranda's first, like, big Broadway success. And I really tried to like it, and I tried to to enjoy it. And I like one song from it called 96,000. And then, like... But it was just... it was it was It was... It was okay. There was a lot of fanfare over this thing that was new, you know, rapping on Broadway. And it was like, okay, yeah, it's new. It's kind of cool. And then Hamilton came out and it was the exact same thing. Just new subject matter. It's like rapping and singing on Broadway. And then people were like, oh my God, this is the best thing ever. And then he did Mary Poppins and then he did Moana and it's all sounded the same. Like I'm, he's, he's, he's a genuinely talented man. I just think he is a one trick pony. That's fair enough. So, in your in your uh, opinion, what uh, Broadway musical can you watch multiple times? I mean, I've seen Next to Normal three times, and then I've seen Alice Ripley, who starred in Next to Normal, also twice, and she sang some of the songs. So, I think that that <laughs> that encapsulates. But I mean, there's a good number of them. I just can't think of them offhand that I like the movie musicals that I can just watch over and over. I mean, who doesn't love like Rocky Horror Picture Show? That's a movie musical. Right. And that's, I uh, love that music. Actually, you know what? That uh, That's definitely um, one of the movies that I came across when I was <laughs> supposed to be asleep. But, you know, <laughs> those insomnia nights when you're a young 13-year-old kid flipping through the channels of of whatever cable network you like cable uh, provider that you had at the time um but it was definitely one of the ones that i uh happened upon and uh i was definitely intrigued especially after seeing especially after seeing uh rocky (laughs) did you ever see the uh the part the the remake on Fox like a year or two oh, ago. Oh, with um, Laverne Cox. Yes. Oh my God, I love her. I love Laverne Cox. She actually started a podcast too, and I was telling uh, I was talking to one of my friends, and I said, you know what, you know, hopefully this podcast goes somewhere so that way she can call me on her pod and so I can be <laughs> a guest a guest on her pod. Laverne, if you're ever if you ever listen to this this podcast, please please please. I want to be on your podcast. <laughs> you know, if it if it helps your case and like our case as a whole, <laughs> a lot of people think that that remake was like sacrilege. They really did. A lot of the really like people who consider themselves Rocky Horror, Die Hard, you know, um, they didn't like that version very much. The one was like the people who are Die Hard about like the Susan Strandon version. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I. I quite enjoyed it. I looked at it as, you know, this is a different take. Right. This isn't a remake. This is just a different take on the same script. And 
I I loved it. I actually listened to both of the soundtracks pretty often. Like to me, Rocky Horror is not a Halloween time movie. Right. It's like a year round rock out to uh, time warp movie. Right. <laughs> that's different. That's different than saying you know you know you can only watch Hocus Pocus one time a year. Right. <clears throat> and that's I that's mean, definitely Hocus Pocus is a generally good movie. <laughs> it is. It is. And if if I could, if I had it in me, I would watch it all year long. But I don't know. I just one of it's one of those movies that I can only watch in October, like Halloween Town. I can only watch Halloween Town in October, and I'm talking about the first three, not after they they recasted Marnie, which I was just like, um, there's more than three. Yeah, there's there's the three the the third, and then it's when she takes all these monsters to college, uh, all the like <gasps> vampires and werewolves and stuff she takes them to college yeah and they recasted marnie in that movie they don't have the same actress i didn't even know that yeah that's well like i agree with you on hocus pocus like in october i will watch hocus pocus like three or four times but i can't watch it anytime outside but rocky rocky i will honestly now that we've talked about it i i have that rocky itch and i'll probably watch it within the next three days if not listen to the soundtrack yeah, I wish uh, Rocky would be streaming, but right now it's not streaming. So, yeah, it's one of the very few properties that I actually own. Oh, <laughs> well, I think uh, the Laverne Cox version is on Hulu. I should look into that because I definitely like that version too. But anyways, um, our topic for today is going to be uh, code switching. So as of right now, we are going to take a break. And we will be back with more in-depth on the subject because, just like you, I had no idea what code switching is. Um, If you know what it is, kudos, because it's definitely not something that I knew, but it's definitely something that we experience on a day-to-day basis. So we will be back. guys we're back um that was a nice uh, little break anyways uh to recap our topic for the rest of the episode is um code switching and who better know about code switching than somebody who does it on a day-to-day basis trying to fight those uh those heterosexual um white businessmen in the business meetings so <laughs> go ahead and let us uh, inform us on what it actually means. I'm sorry. Was that a Romeo and Michelle reference? It might have been. <laughs> Love it. I'll have the businessman. I'll have the business, the business lady special. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, well, I, I just want to talk about code switching. You know, code switching is one of those things. It's like a, a, a psychological thing you do, but you don't realize you do it and you don't realize there's a term for it. So it's, it's like when you're of a a minority, whether you're gay or a woman or a racial ethnic minority, and you go into a new situation and you, you noticeably are the odd one out where you kind of change your mannerisms um, to fit what you think that group will accept. And I know like, 
you know, I was talking to Angel and I, I know I do it a lot where when I go into a space, I work in policy and policy analysts where I go into a space with like some stalwart straight white men who probably are older, I'm going to try and make myself as sexually ambiguous as possible. I'm not going to be gay. I'm not going to be straight. I'm going to be as middle of the road as possible as not to offend anyone. So they still take me seriously. However, you listeners can hear how I talk and that doesn't work. Usually (laughs) most people then turn around and do not take me seriously. Um, Another, you know, another flip to that though is you know, when I make myself, I would say more flaming and more flamboyant for certain spaces to be more accepted. And that's usually spaces with women, particularly like middle-aged and younger women, where more flamboyancy and more gay than what I typically am makes me more accepted. So, you know, it's something that I like to talk about because I think a lot of people do it but just don't necessarily realize they're doing it and it's one of those things to be cognizant of because as you know was said in the intro podcast and the first podcast you know value yourself be true to yourself and code switching is one of those things where it's kind of an affront to that you have to try and be something you're not to try and be accepted um you know angel you talked about how many people think you are not hispanic when when you come in you'd you'd blend into a room this is in the last episode um do you feel like you have to like code kind of code switch or change your mannerisms to fit in often not necessarily um a lot of the times uh i find myself um not exactly code switching i uh find it interesting when people just walk up to me and automatically it's either I'm white or they speak to me in Spanish. And unfortunately, uh, I do not speak any Spanish. Um, I understand it a little bit, but that's because of my years working in retail. Um, I've been able to pick up words and figure out uh, meanings to things. So, I mean, I got lucky in that sense, but sometimes when people just walk up to me and they're like, oh, well, they asked me something in Spanish and I'm just like, oh, I, uh, I don't speak Spanish. And then all of a sudden they have a really good English accent and I'm just like, mm, okay, <laughs> well, I mean, but I also found out too, that a lot of people are more comfortable talking in their own language first. So I respect that. I mean, if I could speak Spanish and respond in Spanish, I mean, I totally would. But uh, as of right now, I gotta be uh, brushing up on my Rosetta Stone <laughs> and uh, teach myself some Spanish. Do you ever feel like you have to like tone down your mannerisms? Because I know I feel like that a lot. But then again, as you've said in multiple podcast intros, I am the gayest person you know. <laughs> so for me to tone down my my mannerisms takes a lot of conscious effort. Do you find you have to like consciously or even subconsciously tone down yourself? Not even, I don't know, not even a, a little bit because unlike, unfortunately, unlike you, um, I'm not really as noticeable. I'm not as, uh, my flame's not as bright. Let's just, let's just put it that way. Uh, oh, honey, your I, flame's just as bright. It's not as, just not as noticeable. <laughs> I guess not because a lot of people, uh, especially when I'm in my classes, a lot of people think that I'm straight and I'm just like, 
bitchware. <laughs> um, but it's it's just funny because I guess I don't, I don't, I don't want to say I I don't feel the need to go out of my way, but if I don't have to, I won't. So I guess I'm more of a neutral person. Um, versus like if somebody is just is just naturally like out there and not necessarily wants to be noticed but is noticed anyways um i don't really i mostly fly under the radar when it comes to something like that and and i just i don't know i just that's not it's not like i have to make a conscious decision it's just that's just what happens i like what you said about you know doesn't want to be noticed but is noticed like because that is kind of how i feel um i'm i'm not an extrovert as much as this doing a podcast and you know doing social media for work and doing some other stuff i'm and sober i'm not a i'm not an extrovert but i would consider myself like an introverted or an extroverted introvert where it's like you know i'll go talk to anyone but i don't want to <laughs> i'm gonna be very tired by the end of the day so like having to do like hiding kind of myself while also putting myself out there as this fake person is just it just makes me go home and enjoy a margarita or a vodka soda (laughs) i i I get that i get that a lot um a lot of people um that's just how it is um especially you know i i joked around earlier or in our previous podcast about um surviving this whole introverted uh paradise that that these introverts are loving um when on in reality i mean you can be i like for instance i don't know how we are friends because we are complete polar opposites uh you are an introvert and i managed to be an extrovert um i don't have a problem talking to people i don't have a problem talking with people um it's not like i'm trying to put on a face or a front um but I do get that. I mean, sometimes I, I don't really want to be approached and sometimes I don't want to really talk to people, but just out of uh, common courtesy, if they come up to you and say hi to you, then I'm just, I'll carry on a conversation. More than likely not, though, um, I've been finding myself, I guess like like what you said, I've been finding myself a little more exhausted. I think that's just you know, a problem, like a a side effect of the pandemic where it's like, you know, you're not used to going around people. It's like, how do you, how do you deal with people who aren't your, your loved ones, family, roommates? Um, But it's just interesting to hear you talk about yourself as an extrovert, because that's how I act too. You know, if someone comes up to me at like some function of some sort, I'll sit there, talk, make a small chit chat, make a connection. But in the end, like at the end of the day, I'm just so freaking tired and then I need to take like two days off to recover. And I mean, maybe, and I think, you know, when you're making those connections, like whether it's for work, hell, even if you're like at a freaking club, you're still making some sort of maybe hookup connection right. down the road. Right. You're putting on some certain face and it's just exhausting to put on that face. I get that. And, and that's, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Um, definitely something that I've been, been, uh, like you said, out of practice, I guess you can say, um, interacting with other people that are not, that are not around you a lot. So, I mean, I guess people just have to, uh, 
readjust and this this whole thing is just going to be a readjusting learning curve for everybody because it's not just something that one person has gone through it's the entire country has gone through this and we went from shutdown to shutdown yeah we went from shutdown to shutdown and i mean just now uh we're starting to pick things up and you know la is finally opening up and i heard earlier that the movie theaters are are opening up again and um it's uh it's definitely something that everybody's gonna have to get used to because we're not we're not uh in the pan well we're still in the pandemic don't get me wrong there's still an active virus out there but people are longing for a life of normalcy again and we're trying to get back to as normal as we possibly can and it's 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 a waiting game and you know everybody needs to be patient and people need to get vaccinated if that's what you want to do um no 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 it's that's what you should do okay that's what you should do get vaccinated <laughs> i'm not trying to promote or or not promote anything on here no no so. you're trying to promote I'm not letting you get away with this one. Just be safe, everybody. That's all I have to say is be <laughs> safe, be smart. And, um, and, and, you know, that's just something that we're just going to have to add to our, uh, accessories, you know, just like everybody wants, you know, bracelets or sunglasses as a part of people's accessories. Well, now guess what? Masks are a part of everybody's accessories now. So... I think something that, you know, might be interesting, you know, speaking about this is a future conversation about the differences between California and Oklahoma, because Oklahoma technically never shut down. We were party hard throughout the whole pandemic. Well, that's, you know, that's good for you. Uh, We had to. um, Well, that's what the whole those whole riots were for is because people wanted to go back to normal life and, you know, all the. All the Karens of the world. Yeah, they're called. Yeah, they're Karens. They're actually called Karen here because right. that's probably their name. Right. <laughs> Honestly, like, oh, God, I think Oklahoma is where the Karen stereotype was born. There's an entire Facebook well, group about it. I have. I <laughs> honestly haven't been on Facebook in, in forever. But on the, the subject of uh, social media. We actually uh, do have a Twitter, so if you guys want to follow us on official AP Lang, that is our official Twitter handle. Um, I will be posting uh, reminders about episodes, um, just different different type of of information um, when we get deeper into this whole uh, podcast. Um, when we start talking more and more about, you know, uh, sexual health, maybe, or mental health, um, I will definitely be able to post links and information for anybody who needs help or doesn't know where to go. Um, so that will be information provided. And uh, we also um, are starting a new segment that <laughs> I've been um, very eager to start. It's going to be called uh, Uncomfortable Conversations. So basically what it is, is you guys are going to um, 
tweet me your questions and we will be able to well not be able to we will try to answer the questions to the best of our ability uh based on experience based on um you know any kind of information that we can find uh by no means are we saying that we're professionals because we are not um but if you guys have any questions um or if you need any advice or if you just want to send us a funny story um or experience that you guys have gone through that you want us to read on the podcast for um you know other people to enjoy um that's please feel free uh once again that twitter handle is official ap lang uh o a p and l are capitalized so and it all also have our podcast uh logo on it so it'll be easy to find will it also be in the show notes it will it will we're gonna add we'll we'll add this to our show notes um to this episode so that way you guys can catch it but um this it was a actually interesting uh, episode today um definitely learned something about code switching because like you said that's something that we constantly do on a daily but i mean who knew that there was a name for it but then again there are labels and names for everything because <laughs> that's just the society that we live in uh and with that uh we're out of time actually wow that went by pretty fast um and as always with our official closing statement uh you are valid you are loved and don't worry you're not alone uh this is angel for ap lang um we will see you in our next episode thanks for listening